You got the chill. The chill, chill, chill. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. I don't want to wear his arm out by any stretch, and I think a lot of times you can do that in training camp. I mean, these guys are, are constantly throwing, whether it's an individual during during our uh, defensive periods, obviously in, in the team settings. So. Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. I thought Zul Douglas said that Jordan uh, Love had some sort of Superman titanium arm, and now, meanwhile, Matt LaFleur right there. I didn't quite read between the lines and pick up that. But Matt LaFleur is like, hey, man, like, Jordan Love's got, like, 100 throws in him. (laughs) A dick. (laughs) Right, that's it. He told me, otherwise his arm gets sore, and we don't want that for Jordan Love. That's how I heard that, Matt Hamilton. I I think there's too much to unpack here for hour one. We should let... Our guest later, Jason Wildey, help us unpack that because I just, I don't think my expertise is going to be enough to really dive deep into Matt LaFleur's statement there. Your expertise in wearing out your arm from all the uh, sweeping? From sweeping yes. or 12-ounce curls, that happens. How many sweeps do you have in you? <laughs> well, I mean, I, that, I tell my wife I only have so many and I need to save them for the curling yeah, team. Yeah, so I, I get out of cleaning at home. There you go. Pretty often, but yeah, I can't imagine that I have a ton left. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. We're presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue. You know what to do. And that's crush a Coors Light. He's Matt Hamilton. I am Jim Rutledge. You can get into the show, 844-770-3776. We're live from the Everlight Solar Studio. And we're going to get to the Packers. we got Jason Wilde coming up a little bit later in the show. But I want to get, and I want to start with Jim Leonard. And former Badgers head coach, former Badgers defensive coordinator, Jim Leonard, has joined the uh, large side. What are we calling it with Brett Bielema? The hefty side instead of the dark side, the large side, the hefty thick. side. Just the thick side. The thick side uh, over at the, the border. Uh, with two C's or CK on thick? Uh, nah, he does not earn two C's. I think that's... you spell his uh, thick F-A-T. I think that's how you spell it. <laughs> P-H-A-T. Notoriously P-H-A-T. So notorious B-R-E-T uh, yeah. is coached down in Illinois. With the Illini, and Jim Leonard has joined him down there as a senior football analyst. Now, Brett Bielema has Aaron Henry as his defensive coordinator. And if you don't know, Aaron Henry played here for the Wisconsin Badgers Thank under you. under Brett Bielema. <laughs> I was one of those people who I didn't know. S- who I Aaron saw Henry the was. slash scared, glazed over look in your face right well, there. You said it so, like matter of fact, like well, everyone should know this man. So, and Aaron has. Uh, He's the defensive coordinator, first-year defensive coordinator now with Bielema and Illinois. So Jim Leonard, uh, I think, definitely has a relationship with Aaron Henry. He had a relationship with some other safeties back in the day, Chris Maragos and Jay Vali. Even though he wasn't here, he would come during the summer and like work out with these guys. And and so I'm sure he knows Aaron. And then Antonio Finellis, another cornerback from that era, is on the, on the Illini staff as well. And I'm sure Jim Leonard knows him a little bit. So And then Brett Bielema, they didn't. You know, Brett wasn't the coach for right. Leonard, but Leonard was in the pros when right. Bielema was a Badger, right? But, so there's no real crossover there, other than like similar coaching tree, right? Well, again, Jim Leonard, not Brett Bielema, but Jim Leonard. Once you're a Badger, you're always a Badger. So like when right. he would he would come back, he'd work out, he'd be around the program, mm-hmm. and I'm sure you know Brett invited him. And I know for a fact that Leonard would speak to the secondary or the team at times throughout his when he was in the NFL. So right. there's at least a relationship there. Now. 
does Brett Bielema and Jim Leonard want to stick it to the Badgers and make Badger fans upset and make Chris <laughs> Mack up, upset? Absolutely. Like, I mean, you don't I think, think that Jim Bielema Leonard does. I don't, I don't know if Jim Leonard does. Really? Yeah. I mean, the guy has, I don't fault him for he it. He has options. and Right. He didn't have to take the Illinois job. Like, you could have done anything, Jim. You took the, the biggest middle finger job to the Wisconsin Badgers. But we a, know Jim Leonard. He was never going to go anywhere of any distance. This is something he well, could probably commute to. Well, he doesn't have to go. Like, you're a senior football analyst. Yeah, he could drive to, but he could just zoom this in. Like, teams have analysts all the time. In the for NFL, sure. you see I, it. Like, he might have to. I bet you for like summer camp, like right, right now, I'm fall sure there camp. was a little bit of spite. And I don't think this was like 100%. I'm doing this out of spite. I think. A lot of it is proximity. It's a job. You're with a couple people that you're familiar with, so it's nice going to a place where you've got already some built-in connections with people. I'm sure there's maybe a little bit that like that we should be, you know, I'm going to stick it to the Badgers, but if the Badgers wanted him, we we could have him. That's the thing is we chose to pass on Leonard. I'm sure if there was an opportunity for him for him here in this Badgers football team in this new regime, they would have made room for him. No, but the, they, well, well, they did offer him a job, and he didn't want it. Right. So, I, can you blame the guy for taking a job that's nearby? I'm not blaming him at all. I understand, right. but spite. I don't think it's purely spiteful. It's a lot of spite. It's fifty-one percent spite. Ugh. Uh, we're gonna get yeah. the semantics. I don't. I'm not going. 51. You don't think. You don't think that Jim Leonard wanted to stick it to the Badgers a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Fifty-one percent is more than a little bit, Jim. That's yeah, over 50, half. Fifty-one percent is majority. After yeah, all. I think like twenty-five percent is twenty-five like a, a is so bit. low. That's what I'm putting it at. Twenty-five. Eight four four seven. Spite off. Spite off. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Do you think Jim Leonard took this job out of spite? Well, I think eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. That's our first Iron Chalk poll question. Do you think Jim Leonard took this job out of spite? Because Illinois, I'm sorry, Brett Bielema is not a good coach. That will crash and burn. Like he had his year, yeah. but he crashed and burned the Badgers when his staff left. He was dog crap at Arkansas. And he couldn't find a job. He begged for the Michigan State job, and they turned him down. Illinois, desperate for anyone with any sort of namesake to take a job, they <laughs> offered it to him. Brett Bielema's career was dead, and he got an opportunity at Illinois. He's not a good coach. Like, it won't happen for him there. And Wisconsin with Luke Fickle, like I cannot wait. I want the Badgers to do to Brett Bielema what Brett Bielema used to do to Minnesota. Like we put up like eighty on him. Right. Like I want Luke Fickle to like finish him again and again and again. Like touchdown after touchdown, <laughs> touchdown. after touchdown. I mean, that's what I'm hoping for too. I'm just saying Bielema's spite is what's carrying it. I think Leonard's just like okay. No way. I think Jim Leonard is Jim he, Leonard saying, Jim Leonard is like Count Dooku and Brett Bielema is like the the evil emperor in the Star Wars world. He's just a pawn. The, all the evil is coming through Brett Bielema. Okay, but I'm saying... And Spike. I'm still saying that Jim Leonard's letting the hate run through him yeah, right now. Yeah, he's tempted he's by it. He's a young Skywalker, and he is tempted side. by it. Can we That's go with fine. a more normal reference of, like, Darth oh, Vader and Luke okay, Skywalker? Fine. Everyone knows that. I mean, I know what you're talking about, but, like, you got a little <laughs> yeah, bit... A deep little, cut? Yeah, deep a cut? Deep cut Star Wars oh, is a tough sell at times. Gracious. Let's get out to uh, Nick and Mount Horv, 844-770-3776. Do you... Do you think that Jim Leonard took this job, at least at some level, out of spite? Oh, 100%. You can't tell me that he didn't. 
I'm not telling you, Matt's trying to. He could have gone to the SEC, got a ring, and he chose to go to Illinois. He turned on an opportunity in Philadelphia. There's there's definitely something. Yeah, there's a little bit there. I'm not denying that there's a little bit, but I think proximity to home is pretty big for him. Don't you think? (sighs) That's that's why he didn't want to go to Green Bay. He said he wanted to be in Madison. He is a senior. This job can be done mostly on Zoom. Here's what his in-person is going to be required. Just knowing that I've seen it in the NFL, I've seen it in college. Right now, fall practice is coming up where they have, like, you know, they're going to get a bunch of practice in before the season starts. Mm -hmm. That's when he's going to be required to be there for about a month. So he'll drive to Champaign, be there for a month, and he'll come back to Madison, and then he'll be a sounding board for Aaron Henry, look at film from Madison. He could do that anywhere. He could literally do that at any college. Northwestern could offer him a job, right? To be the head football coach. So this is taken. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you're going to do something out of spite, wouldn't you go to a team that is any good? But it's Illinois. They ended Paul Chris' career. But Brett Bielema bailed on the Badgers, and now he went to Wisconsin. But if the and Badgers, beat the Badgers dunk on him this year, what's the, like? What are you well, accomplishing? No, no competitor thinks they're actually going to get dunked on. But well, that's the funny thing. Like Leonard can't help Brett with the Badgers, though, because this team is completely well, then, then different. What, then what is he gaining out of the spite? Other than like spite? Oh, I used to be a Badger. Now I'm working for. Illinois. Here's how I know it's spite. Uh, now I'm working Alex, for a team that's terrible. True uh, or false? This was Madison's worst kept secret. That's completely true. I've known this since April. Yes, and we've all known this for a long time, but my understanding was Leonard didn't want this to come out because he knows that this is a spiteful move, and he is mad. He was mad. He was mad he didn't get hired. He was mad at the offer that came from Fickle, and now he takes it. I don't blame him. It might be, but when you're mad... Like the, the by going to Illinois, you're essentially getting angry and like kicking a rock. Okay, but because you're going to be terrible, logical. you're still going to lose. Spite's not logical. This is the if it's out of spite, it's it's purely because he was seeing red or orange. But yes, or orange because the guy knows that there's no chance that he's going to be able to stick it to the Badgers in the next five years. Well, here's here's what I got for you. <laughs> this is I don't have a problem with it. I respect it. You know I respect spite. I don't have a problem you do. with that. If anybody does, you do. <laughs> There's nothing I mean spite does not Judgmental lead Jim. It does not lead to smart decisions. Judgmental Jim. But I don't blame Jim Leonard for being spiteful. If I was Jim Leonard, I would do this exact same thing. <laughs> well, yeah, and then you fire me. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go work for the enemy, and I'm gonna try to help them beat you. Absolutely, you know what? That doesn't surprise me and, one and little bit. And when you don't, how are you gonna feel? It doesn't matter. When I feel good right now. Don't? I feel really good right now. Not cons- this is a one year thing. Jim Leonard will take whatever job Jim Leonard wants going forward. Like Jim Leonard, co- so this he, is just this like- is the whole point. Jim Leonard could have had any job. He's very high. He's very highly sought after. Instead, of, he could have just taken a sabbatical and still gotten any job he wanted next year. But he didn't want that. He wanted to feel the juice of the spite. If, <laughs> if Team Schuster kicked you off the team, you would try to get on the, the best opportunity you can to stick it to him. Maybe, but you'd, you would know that you're not winning. Who cares? But if you'd want it, to, would, it would not be fun to get kicked off a team, play said team, and then get beat by that team so is put, not fun. Putting your feet up being irrelevant is more fun? Yeah, You're a competitor. Yeah, it might be. You would think you could beat them, though. The, <laughs> Illinois was better than the Badgers last year. This isn't. I mean, I was not accepted by the high performance like USA. And what did team. you want to do? I certainly wanted to beat them, but I actually did. And that spite 
that like spiteful juice was so sweet. Right. It was like nectar of the gods. But, but if you, you don't win, it turns but, to a bitter, but you disgusting proved, beverage that you put yourself in. You, you put yourself point, in, though. you made your bed, and now he's going to have to sleep in it when the Badgers beat him by 40. And I hope that happens, but you proved my point, though. <laughs> what's because the, what's your point? you were the underdogs. You weren't supposed to do it. That's what made it even better. When you went and did this, nobody's like, well, I guess Team is going to win the gold now. <laughs> That's fair. I'm sure people were like, Look at these idiots trying to do this and get back. Like, what a bunch of doofuses. They're not going to get to the uh, Nationals, the let alone the, the Olympics, move, let alone win the Olympics. The only way this move looks good is if the Illinois can somehow beat the Badgers. The only, well, that's not impossible. The only reason, <laughs> you know what doesn't happen? You know how Jim Leonard can't stick it to the Badgers? Sitting on his couch this fall. Yeah. I got a question for you. Yeah. I'm heading down hi, to... Uh, hi, good to see you guys. Yeah. Uh, Welcome to the show. Uh, yeah, appreciate that. I'm heading down to Indianapolis tomorrow for Big Ten Media Days. Brett Bielema has 45 minutes of one-on-one availability. He's going to be exhausted. That I will take him up on. <laughs> what should I ask Brett Bielema tomorrow? You really think he's going to... They don't have to take the interviews. No, it's not a one-on-one. He has to be at a podium oh, at a okay. certain time. Well, you said 45 I, minutes of one-on-one. That's what you said there. Uh, I did. I set that up poorly. But yeah, he's at a podium like, wow, while gonna... other people are at podiums. It's kind of like Super Bowl media day where yeah. they're just like scattered podiums. Yeah. So I'm going to walk up to Brett Bielema and ask him several questions. But I'm curious from you, and our fans can chime in on this too. Related to Jim Leonard, what should I ask Brett Bielema? Well, first, do you think he's going to give you answers? No, he never does. But I'm still... No, but I mean like if you start with the – your last question has to be your money question because otherwise you're done. Like, you have to ease into this. Into Jim Leonard? Yes. Well, I don't want to, like, throw a fastball at him. I'm just curious what I should ask him about it. What's your first question? Here's the thing. Hey, Coach, you brought in Jim Leonard. What do you think he brings to the table? Okay. That's a nice little ease into it. This is like journalism one-on-one. And then you look at him in the eye and say... Was it done out of spite? Because our <laughs> listeners think so. Here's the thing. Then you show you're knowledgeable. Uh, if he doesn't give you this info, you say, how much of the fact that Aaron Henry and, and Tony Finellis uh, have a prior relationship with Jim Leonard and you do as well, how much did that play into the factor? Sure, and Aaron Henry sure. being a first-year defensive coordinator, having a sounding board like Jim Leonard. Again, Look now you too. know your stuff. You, you want to come with me? You lull him into a sense of comfortability, and then you, and go, then you smack him with the good one. Was this a spite hire? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poke but, him in the chest. Uh, are you bringing Gary but Anderson in? Get your hand in? out quick or you get stuck. Will yeah. you bring Gary Anderson into the Illinois See, staff? I saw that joke before. That, that doesn't make, That's nonsensical. Of course it is. <laughs> because Gary Anderson <laughs> has no connection. Be, now something's not right, Because Gary Anderson has no connection to Brett Bielema at all. Like, w- Will you steal Paul Christ from Texas? There you go. Like That one would work. Paul Chris next? Yeah. That would be better. <laughs> All right, I'll ask it. Thanks. There you go. Good luck. Good luck, Stroke. Ask him, ask him about Bielema Ball. I will. You know what that is? I do. So when Paul Chris left, he, Brett did his whole thing about Bielema Ball. The offense was trash. Bielema Ball was trash. <laughs> <laughs> Bielema Ball went to Arkansas and got him fired. Yeah. Uh, you know what, though? I'm sure he's got a lot of money. And. Whether you have a lot of money or not a lot of money, you can go to Canopy Wealth Management. They take time to truly get to know and understand the dynamics of your values, goals, and plans for your family. No family fits your generic mold. Neither should your financial plan. At Canopy, their clients' financial goals are something they're constantly striving to help reach maximum potential, which is why they work solely in your best interest. You define your goals, and they work hard towards making them happen with their comprehensive financial planning. Go to CanopyWealth.com. That's Canopy-Wealth.com. This is Rutledge Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Ain't no back. 
bringing fresh and clean takes to the airwaves for over a year now. Nominated for uh, best radio team in Madison. We won't find out until like I feel like October. You Matt. were really bothered by this. Well, I was because I don't care if we win or lose, but now everyone I think just in my life just assumes we lost because it's so far out that they're like, oh well, just, oh now they just don't ask because they're like, when do you win? I'm like, I have no idea. And then finally, like they kept on asking me, so I looked it up. I'm like, oh, it's October. So I would assume everyone <laughs> thought we lost. So we well, have a- we didn't. I'm sure we didn't win. But let's not forget we're up against like an eight year long dynasty. Right, that's why I said I don't think we won. But like it's still weirder now that everyone assumes they do announce the top three. We could be bronze medalists. That's better than Matt did at the last. That Olympics. is that is very true. That was a cheap shot, bud. Are you maybe you're better as a radio <laughs> is it a host? Cheap than you shot are, or is it a fact? I mean, both. Curling. (laughs) (laughs) Two things can be facts. (laughs) Just like it's factual that Jim Leonard took this job out of spite. Not according to our listeners. 844-770-3776. Let's get to the talking text line and let's hear from those listeners. Yeah, let's do that. Tim from Cambria chimes in first. He says, uh, this is better than him going to the Gophers or the Hawkeyes because, Jim, I think you said at the top, like, this is the worst move possible. I think you probably meant that, though, from the Bielema side of things, right? Yeah, I mean... I'm sorry. I would. Hawkeyes wouldn't bother me. Gophers would. Gophers Probably. Would. Yeah. But if you join PJ Flex staff after two straight victories for them. Yeah. But it, I guess it would have bothered me a lot more than this. I agree. Talk about hitching your wagon to an already burning like bus. But like, I, I would say I, Illinois would bother me more than Iowa. I'm with yeah. you. Uh, let's go to Jared from Lodi on this one. He says Leonard took that job out of convenience and to remain in football. The spite is from Bielema. He's not a good coach. Might be a decent CEO because he has made a career for himself by hiring good assistants that can flat-out coach. I do think, and I get what uh, Jared from Lodi is saying, but there's a misnomer here. There's not. The job that Jim Leonard has could be done anywhere in the country. He does not have a lot of in-person responsibilities, I guarantee you. like I, I guarantee that at best he's there for like fall camps. I've seen this in the NFL. The Packers do this, Bears do this. There's people around. He'll that, be there on game days, right? No, probably not. You it's think? just busy. Like. It's just something. see that kind of. I mean, I guess I don't know. I don't know the job, so I'm not going to sit here. You and want push an analyst back. there? Like you just basically, he's. I think well, basically that somebody that like sits in the booth and analyzes from afar. I think this is like more of like afterwards sort of thing, and like he's okay. a sounding. I think basically you could call it hired. He's a sounding board for Aaron Henry, which I think is a good position to hire. But it's a position that does not require a lot of in person. I would imagine. I'm going to steal that question from you and ask that tomorrow. What's that? About Aaron Henry. Yeah, there you go. And what kind of that relationship is. Uh, last one, the Adam and Madison chiming in uh, on the question I should ask Brett Bielema. Quote, Brett, how bad are you anticipating your team to be this season to have to bring in an outside source to help prepare to beat anyone but the Badgers? <laughs> <laughs> are you going to read that one? I don't think I'm going to ask that one. Oh, come on. So what percentage, and we'll move off of this after this uh, segment here, so what percentage of spite... Million do you think was involved in this decision for Jim Leonard? I'm going to say less than 30. That seems incredibly low. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you that maybe it wasn't more than half, but I'm thinking like 40. A third. Okay, I'll go 33.3 repeated. And I'm I won't going, go a decimal point higher. I am sticking at 40%. Yeah. I, I, you said what? 25? I said a third. I, I jumped. So you guys are. I'm going to give him a third. 33%. Yeah, okay. I think that's pretty I've, close. Thankfully, I've never been fired. But they say that being fired is like the most jarring thing and life-altering thing that can happen to you. And it, it can be messed with your emotions a lot. And Jim Leonard is a competitor. And again, I'm not saying spite in a bad way. I respect spite. 
I, I, Aaron Rodgers is now just too annoying to to respect. <laughs> but like the the spite part of things, like he was a petty king. It always loved, goes back to Rodgers. But I was just to say, like I I was pro Rodgers until he lost his dang mind. But I was. It's four nights of complete darkness. That doesn't even bother me either. I mean, he doesn't have to tell us about it and get mad. He tells us about it. But I'm just saying that, like <laughs> I, ayahuasca. The part of with with uh, Rogers was I loved. I'm respected. I used to call him the petty king. I was all in on Rogers. I, I loved that aspect of him. And then he just lost his mind. But or, for a while there, I, I respected the heck out of what he did. I, I respect Petty. Petty can be a way to be great. Our poll on Twitter, over 50 votes already at ESPN Madison, at Jim and Matt. Do you think Jim Leonard took his position at Illinois out of spite to the Badgers right now? 40% say yes, 60% say no. Which is about where I have the percentage of how much that went into it's Jim Leonard. It's, it's spot on. It's dead right on. Now, yeah. yeah. So, and I think a lot of people take spite negatively. I don't. I think spite in sports, or as long as you can control it, he's not some vengeful Terminator. Like He's not like he's in a blind rage. But I do think the Jim Leonard, obviously knew Bielema, knew these kids that are new defensive coordinators. I call them kids, but I mean they're they're right. grown men. But he's like he knew all these things, and now he's taking this opportunity. Like I think that's maybe fifty five percent of it, sixty percent of it, and the other forty percent is like I can stick it to the Badgers. I mean, I guess, but I just don't know how it's really sticking it to the Badgers. We literally moved on from you. We didn't want you right, back. So now we he wants to come in an and help. The Illini are. But how is it sticking it to us? It's, wait, Alex, it'd be you pull up. It's sticking it to us if we wanted him and he went to Illinois. That no, would be sticking no. it to us. Where, where is Illinois predicted to finish this year? Illinois finished higher than the Badgers last year. There is a. It is not a zero percent chance that the Fighting Illini. They lost could, a lot of guys. Though is the but, issue. But still, it's not a zero percent chance that the Illini could be a better football team. Right, so I guess than if, the Badgers. If so the that Badgers the lose to the Illini, yes. that would be sticking it to. So them. that's how you stick. Or if the Illini win the if the Illini win the West and the Badgers don't, that's sticking it to them. And Jim yeah. Leonard's a competitor, and he's a hell of a coach. Here you go, Illinois. Uh, I'm going to give you over under win totals if that yeah. works yeah. Uh, out in Vegas right now. Wisconsin at a flat nine. Illinois at six and a half. Okay, so they, I mean, they are the favorite. Wisconsin is, but remember, Wisconsin, uh, the Big Ten media picked. Were you a part of this? They were polled. Big Ten media this year. Yeah, no, the I'm Badgers not, I are picked. Missed that email. The, the Badgers. <laughs> the Badgers are. I, I, I wanted to mess with you on that. I just, but uh, the Badgers are picked to finish uh, atop the West for like the fourth year in a row. Yeah. So I, last year they were supposed to win the West and they were trash. So we just these are all projections here. Right. Fourth highest win total in the Big 10, uh by far the highest in the Big 10 West. Illinois is actually second. So in the Big 10 West, uh the only three teams ahead of them, Ohio State, Michigan both at 10 and a half, Penn State at 9 and a half, Wisconsin at 9. Top Michigan's interesting with Jim Harbaugh being suspended for four games. Yeah, what's up with that recruiting violation? Well, lying. Specifically, it seems like he's getting suspended because he initially did not, he was not truthful with the investigators. And so that's why he's getting the suspension. <laughs> Interesting. That's the way I read it because. I've always been told a man in khaki pants never lies. Who told you that? Everybody. It's a very common saying. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you guys have heard that. You've heard that one, right, Matt? No. No. Don't man in I khaki pants never lies. <laughs> Most truthful piece of clothing. The most truthful piece of clothing. <laughs> khaki pants or khaki shorts? Which is more truthful? Pants. Pants. If I had to pick one, I, I don't really think of clothing as what's truthful. What's the most? What's the most reliable? Like when Here, you see, I some- will say Strove looks 
the most truthful I've ever seen him today. Because oh, I he's thought you were going to say sleazy. I kind of look like an insurance salesman today. Whoa, just taking shots at an insurance salesman as we're in the uh, Spark Building from Amphan. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Uh, no, you, you're you wearing a polo. It threw me off. You look, you look professional today. Ready to golf. Yeah. Got a lot of swing, swings and misses in you today. I think I you're think down so. to seven. He's today. only got 100 swings, though. After he gets to 100 strokes, I got to pull him off the golf course. Just like uh, just like we might pull somebody because they throw the ball too much. Yeah, uh, I tell you what. Don't get too many reps. You get pulled off the golf course if you stunk. But if you wear Iron Jock, you don't stink. That's right. You won't stink thanks to the state-of-the-art silver ion technology that's guaranteed to keep you feeling fresh and provide odor-fighting protection for as long as you own the garment. Yeah, that's right, Strove. Garment. garment. <laughs> as a Wisconsin-based company, Iron Jock provides high-quality performance apparel that's designed from the inside out. They provide high-quality fabrics and construction designed for an active and comfortable fit. IronJock.com is where you can get your Iron Jock apparel. That's IronJock.com. And if you want to wear some of Wisconsin's finest apparel, you can go to IronJock.com. Look like me and Jim. We look good. We wear a cool Iron Jock, and the thing is, we smell even better. Iron Jock. It's what's inside that matters. We'll talk to Packers next. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. And thoughts that I could have said in every minute it starts over again do 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 My Owls on TV here uh, on ESPN. They're doing some college football breakdowns. Uh, Tom Herman, former Texas football coach, coaching FAU at the American Athletic Conference Media Days. He has six bowl game appearances. I believe FAU has two. Motor City Bowl. Rusty Smith was their quarterback. That's a real person, not a made-up. I went to college with a guy named Rusty Smith. There you go. Maybe it was the same guy. He had the worst breath I've ever smelled. I didn't get close enough to smell Rusty's breath. He was like, <laughs> Rusty was like 6'4". And so, you know, a little, little tall guy there. But you're going to the... Wait, Trent Dilfer is coach of UAB? Yeah. What? You didn't know that? Obviously not. Um, all right, that's weird. But good for him. Let's say he won't be good, but did you know that? Matt Hamilton. Super Bowl champ? Are you kidding me? How exciting. You didn't answer the question. <laughs> no, I didn't know that. <laughs> Peace, Hamilton. I'm Rutledge. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. We're sending it by Coors Light. And we're going to get to uh, the Matt LaFleur audio from today. But Alex, Big Ten Media Day is coming up. Who are you excited to talk to? So are you out tomorrow? What's your deal? Yeah, I'll be in Indianapolis tomorrow and Thursday. I'm out the next two days. Okay. So and then I'm on the other show on Friday. Real Matt schedule you got there. And then I'm on the other show Friday. So uh, I'm out all week. Jeez. All right. You give me one day this week. Congrats. Yeah, we're real thankful. So I'm happy to join you guys live tomorrow and Thursday if you'd like. Eh, nah, probably not. But unless you do something interesting <laughs> at Big Ten Media Days. Are you getting any one-on-ones or are you just going to talk to people in groups? No, we'll get one-on-ones. Like, who are you excited about then? Do you have people uh, requesting? Uh, yes. Who? Um, head coach Luke Fickle. Okay. Heard of him. Quarterback Tanner Mordecai. Okay. Running back Braylon Allen. Okay. And linebacker Muma and Jogmeta. And who are you most excited for? Um, I'm actually very excited to talk to Muma and Jogmeta. Um, just because you like saying his name? 
Number one, yes. I want to get it right a million times in front of him. Okay. And then number two, he's just got a really, really cool story, right? Like he missed the entire, not this past season, but the season prior with an injury that just continued to ail him. He came back last year, had a really nice season, and now he's kind of the leader of that group that obviously Wisconsin continues to pump out really good linebackers. So excited to chat with him. And who are you down there with? I'll be there with Colin Russo and our, what do you call her, our social media queen, Maddie? Okay. That's what you call her, right? Yep. I didn't make that up? Okay. No, I definitely do. Good, good, good. All righty, so that'll be something to look forward to on uh, ESPN uh, Madison. Content, I feel odd media. calling other women queens. That's not the one I. I was just going to say you're not a woman, like you said, other women, like the way you presented that. Like, that's not the one I sleep next to, right? <laughs> I don't know. You call your current, you, you call your significant other queen. Uh, she gets really disgusted when I call her that, but occasionally I say it as a joke. Yeah. Then what's the problem? You know the um. <laughs> Wait, tell you, me how you say it you as got, a joke. You guys, like, yes, queen. Like, well, you, tell you're, me what you're you do. my queen. <laughs> you're the queen of this household. You guys know, like, uh, at, at shopping malls. I know a lot of people don't go to those anymore, but you know, at shopping malls, how they have like those t-shirt and sweatshirt kiosks, and there's always like a king and queen matching sweatshirt. How often do you go to the mall? <laughs> I, I used to. Okay. I used to work in one. Yes, okay. I know what you're talking about. Yes, I, I've always joked I'm going to get us matching sweatshirts that say king and queen, and she almost throws up every time I suggest that. Yeah, I make so much joke. Like so just do it. Papa bear, mama bear. But yeah, like, how awful are those? Yeah, they're brutal. But oh man, I remember when we were taken off for our honeymoon. There was so many like bride and groom shirts on the flight yeah. because we were going to like uh, you know St. Lucia honestly at that time of year everybody's going there for a honeymoon so like half the plane I feel like we're honeymooners yeah. and I would say of those half maybe maybe half of them were probably wearing like bride or some Ugh. some like I don't I don't think I, know I guess my, whatever. Wear whatever, whatever you no, want. No, you don't have to just say whatever. You can just look. I would not be judgmental, Jim. I would think. sooner go back to the court and tear up that <laughs> wedding certificate if my wife was like, "You have to do this." I'll be, you have no. to wear a sash that says "groom." <laughs> yeah, no, at all Done. times Foot on the honeymoon. Is going down right. at that point. But here's the thing. But if you want to do that. God you should get you. matching <laughs> flip flops. The, the oh, right God. one says Mister, the left one says Hamilton, and her right one says Mrs. And the left one see, says I'm Hamilton. cooler with that. It's just a flip flop. No one's gonna see it. So and the whole shut shirt's up. too much. I'm okay with a flip flop. But here's where I'm at with it. Those are the things that's okay to judge people for. Is it? That's their judgmental gym. Like, be curious, gym. Stu- no. What? What am I curious about? What do I need to know? They might be really fun people that are like you know they're doing oh. it for the bit. What if it's for the bit? What if they're actually doing no it for the No one's doing lulls? that for the bit. There's Maybe. The, they're not with anybody they know. No, but they're with each other, and that be sometimes curious, being like, they're, it's like their own little inside but joke. Saying, it's like, like it's, everybody it's, thinks it's more than nerds. for you to see those folks and be like, you know what? That ain't it. Those guys are dorks. <laughs> and it's fine. It is not my right to do that. Yes, it is. No, it is not. It is not your right. You, If you judge someone for real things, <laughs> then you're an ass. But what if, if you that judge makes people, them genuinely happy? I'm not judging that's that. That's fine. It makes me genuinely happy to look at them and go, you two are doofuses. <laughs> you are a mean man. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. I'm not saying it to their face, but my wife and I can turn to each other and go, look at these two doofuses, and we can have our own laugh, and now we're happy. <laughs> now, you're, now your wife's a mean lady no she's not You're she'll tell me mean people she'll tell me i'm awful but she'll, she'll also tell laugh. me that's not mean i'm i'm team jim here <laughs> it's harmless uh, every time i see like a bachelor so is their shirt that shirt is harmless right and they can wear their harmless stupid shirt <laughs> every, and then i can go this too every time i see like a bachelorette party in nashville and they're all wearing sashes that say 
Uh, bridesmaid, maid of honor, bride. I am absolutely judging your Instagram pictures. Yes. Yes. You don't go. You don't, Matt. You don't go. Ugh. It's yeah. for the. They're, they're having fun. You don't have to like everything, Matt. I yes, I do. Why? That is well, kind of. I have to. I just do. It's just a thing. But you don't, because you I, just said you don't like that. You would divorce would, your wife if she made you wear it. I wouldn't do it. But I'm again. I'm not going to tell somebody. That, I'm not that telling them they can't wear it. I'm not even telling them they're I'm, dumb. It's a moment that I can have to myself. My inner reflection. I can look at them and go, look at these doofuses. And then I'm going <laughs> to laugh and be like, wow, that sucks to be that guy. And then I'm going to move on with my day. Mm. That's my joy. <laughs> that, I walk through the airport and I judge everyone in there. That, it makes me feel good. And you, But just, I judge them for superficial things, <laughs> not real things. That's why it's okay. I judge superficial things. See, I just I can't deal with borderline, so I just don't do it at all. Try not to. Well, it's avoidable. <laughs> judging you, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I tend to agree. You guys, be curious. Have an opinion. I do. Everything is awesome. <laughs> That's my opinion. This is real deep there, Matt Hamilton. <laughs> All right. This is Relation Hamilton. <laughs> the awesome Relation Hamilton. Not only nominated for Best Radio Team in Madison, also voted for Most Judgmental Radio Team in Madison. <laughs> oh, we want that one. Thank you, you're, and you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yet enough for the two of us. Three of us. Yeah, fair. And all of our listeners. It's fine. Judgmental Jim. This is our job, Matt. You do a radio show <laughs> to have opinions slash judgments on things that happen. Yes? Yes. Okay. So we ready to do our job? Or do you want to just... Uh, ESPN Radio and start talking about some sports? Why are you saying it so weird? What <laughs> because is, uh, what's wrong with I'm you right now? I'm paid to have a judgment on sports, not necessarily whether some bride groom wears a shirt. I think we finally got him out of his comfort zone. <laughs> out of it? You just made me crawl back into it. <laughs> I'm running scared right now. <laughs> Why? Like I'm ganged up on. Why? <laughs> We just want you to feel the you judgment. You just want me through. to come to the dark side. You guys are. I'm starting to sense the evil. The dark side flows strongly. It's not you, evil. Why can't I have my own opinions on people? I'm, it's superficial things. It's yeah. It's that's fine for you, man. If you drive down the road with a really loud muffler, I'm gonna judge you. Uh, I mean, you're right. It's part of it. I, I did say the other day, I got in behind a Prius and was like, that was a mistake. <laughs> See? That yeah, was a judgment. Yes. You're right. It's <laughs> not a, you didn't hurt the Prius driver. <laughs> I, I thought about it. <laughs> right, but I'm saying that like. But I didn't. They didn't know you thought, oh, they tried. It's nothing personal. It's superficial. Yeah, oh, right. Prius driver. You're That's right. it. You're right. Nothing else to it. That person does not need to know that you think it's the most outlandish shirt they could possibly wear the adam and madison on the text line so who's buying matt and becca hamilton the <laughs> curling king and curling queen iron jock polos oh my gosh here's the thing i've got enough of a tough time just having to wear a matching jersey to the rest of my team i like to be an individual wearing matching shirts is hard enough i know like we need to do we need to get him a curling king shirt well right <laughs> but honestly i think i have the best april fool's day joke that we could ever play on matt and he's not going to remember, so we're going to say it now. <laughs> Definitely not going to remember. It, well, I'm not going to remember either. But, what, but here's what it would be. <laughs> Reaching out to Jen and figuring out, like, having us have the same shirt as Matt and, like, have her, like, oh, God. oh that'd be good. And, like, have her talk, and then we're all wearing the same thing one day. And, like, she just tells us what Matt's wearing in that day, and we just, we get it. 
Like we have it ready. That's going to be wearing... tricky. It's going to be tricky for Jen to know what I'm wearing. He has a pretty obscure closet, though. I know, but she can. I think she has an influence. She can. He's influence. rocking a dirty Al Pacino shirt today. Al Pacino, come on. Il Padrino, the Godfather. It's Italian. Come on, have a little class, Stroke. Well, so give us some dazzling details on his shirt that apparently is purposely I'm, yellow stained. I'm actually just going to steal the dazzling detail you used earlier when he walked in. <laughs> we had some friends in the studio visiting, and Jim says to Matt the first thing when he walks in is, Matt, why does your shirt look like you just dropped a load of mac and cheese down the front of it? Good use of load. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now. It's a cool shirt. I think off He's definitely being judged. Like, people, is in. When he walked into the Spark Building where people are doing real jobs, they're probably like, who's this homeless guy <laughs> in this <laughs> Nash Pro smoke hat and, and this stained shirt? Hey. And look at you. You're in your nice shirts, being conformed by the man. I just got to wear what's comfortable. We did it. We did it. The hate ran through them. Mission accomplished. I need a drink. I know what you like to drink, Alex Strove. That's true. I love my friends from Door County Distillery, locally produced, handcrafted, and award-winning spirits. So excited to be teaming up with them on the Sippin' with Strofe series, which you can find on the ESPN Madison YouTube and Facebook pages. I'm making a new specialty cocktail with them every month. Went up to Door County, mixed them up, their specialty cocktail list which is available to you, baby, on their website, DoorCountyDistillery.com. And you don't have to go to Door County to, delish the, to try the delicious, easy for me to say, gin, vodka, rum, bourbon, any of it. It's right here in the Madison area. Go to DoorCountyDistillery.com to find the retailer nearest to you and those unique cocktail recipes, DoorCountyDistillery.com. That's DoorCountyDistillery.com. Rutledge and Hamilton, we might actually talk about the Packers. Maybe. We'll see. After this, it's Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Rutledge and Hamilton. Continues live from the Everlight Solar Studio. Get into the show, 844-770-3776. He's Matt Hamilton. I am Jim Rutledge. And we were talking about, and I haven't revisited our first X, or excuse me, I see this Twitter X thing in front of me all the time. I know. Our Iron Jock poll question, which was, do you think Jim Leonard made this move out of spite and uh, 58% of you say not out of spite. It's climbing in my direction now. It is 41% of you say he made the move out of spite. So is this is it actually the Iron Jock X question? I don't know. Because it still says Twitter.com on the actual so browser. Have you read into that at all, Jimmy? Because I know you're pretty plugged in on that. The stuff. fact that he has violated two trademarks because Facebook owns X for all social media and Microsoft, Microsoft owns X. But they own X, two different things. Microsoft owns X for one type of online content and then Facebook owns X for the other type of content and Twitter's violating both copyrights. And then and, and there's a third. Uh, uh, a third. The font used in the X oh, logo yes. 
is available for purchase for $30 on Defont.com. Yes. Which is uh, also not to be used for monetary gain. Again, we are reminded regularly that just because you have money does not mean that you are smart in all things. You might have been smart in one thing, or your dad had a diamond mine that had exploited a lot of people and you're given a lot of money. But whatever it is, it does not mean you're smart in other things. So I would like to remind you just of that little bit. We always we remind it daily. We almost, we almost make a segment of times where billionaires are just as dumb as the rest of us. So we're going to have a, a <laughs> They segment. just get to go down more lucratively. Right, yes. They're, they're, the, the whole system is designed to not have them go down. So they'll be fine. They're well, just as dumb as the rest of us. Depends, today, depends if you're a submarine enthusiast or not. Well, that was his choice. Then you're, down, then you're going down. Well, yeah, that was sabotage. <laughs> yeah. Self-sabotage. Yeah, self-sabotage there. So Matt LaFleur had this to say about training camp because it started, and he spoke today, and here's what Matt LaFleur had to say. Yeah, it feels like year one, <laughs> quite <laughs> like frankly. Um, it, it, it feels like, you know, we're, we're – right back where we started when when I first got hired here and that's exciting I think there's a lot of excitement that goes along with that and we're going to coach these guys hard and we expect them to show up with a great attitude every day and give everything they can felt like Green Bay to me (laughs) thank you (laughs) he does a very good job of keeping the same tone on everything so Matt I heard that I mean and here's what I cares what came to mind I want to get your reaction of it it made me think that we don't really know really know what Matt LaFleur is as a coach. Like, he's further along than most, but, like, Aaron Rodgers, and I've said this a million times, was reason one, two, three, four, and five the Packers won football games because he helps put that offense up and all the defense can play downhill. Mm-hmm. I mean, those MVP seasons, we're talking prime, yeah. prime Rodgers and LaFleur together. He allows this offense to function in a way that this offense doesn't get a chance to function in often. Matthew Stafford is, I think, the other player that we've seen, and Matthew Stafford's not Aaron Rodgers, play in this offense, this type of offensive system, with immense talent. Because otherwise the system's designed to win with Tannehill or Goff or whatever. Garoppolo. whatever journeyman quarterback you want to pop in there. And that could be Jordan Love. But the idea that Aaron Rodgers unlocked this offense to do things that we never really knew someone could do in this offense that has to be accounted for. And I'm not right. saying that Matt LaFleur is, is a bad coach, but my thing is, do we need to look at Matt LaFleur with a more critical eye than what his record may suggest? Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah we have to do that because he did have the golden goose, right? Uh, the issue is only, I feel like oh, there's only a handful of people in the Packers organization, where, even like when Rodgers was there, that knew what play was sent out and what was actually ran. Like, did we see Aaron Rodgers running Matt LaFleur's offense the way it was called? Did we see Aaron Rodgers taking a little freedom in the play call? Like, was there just individual audibles? Did he audible completely out of plays? Like, we know that Matt LaFleur is going to be approaching this offense differently than he did with Aaron Rodgers because Jordan Love isn't going to be able to just go out on the field and do what Aaron Rodgers did. So this is going to be a, I think, a simpler version of what Matt LaFleur wants to run. And that, that part is, but we don't know what he's capable of running. No, but Hunter, that, yes. agree. That's what so I'm saying. Is like I, we right. had this, this X factor, this, like, this variable that could not be defined by anybody but Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers as in how much of this like, game plan idea that Matt LaFleur had was actually changed by Aaron Rodgers at the line of scrimmage. 
We we don't know what that is. So it'd be it'd be irresponsible for us to say, hey, he had two 13 win seasons. He's guaranteed to be the coach of the Packers as far as I can see into the future because he was good. It's like he had a very good quarterback. He might have been serviceable, but we don't know if it was did Matt LaFleur help elevate Aaron Rodgers? Or did Aaron Rodgers help elevate Matt LaFleur? Or did they elevate each other? And it's it's going to be different with Jordan Love. We don't know what we're going to get. I think we're going to see a simpler offense. Is that going to be a detriment or a help to Matt LaFleur? I don't know. So, on a scale of 1 to 10, where do you put your confidence level in Matt LaFleur? Ooh. Right now, I am going to give him fairly high confidence because I don't think it's easy to come into a team with a guy like Aaron Rodgers. Like there is, you kind of have to walk on eggshells. You don't get to like come in and be the head coach that most coaches going into a system. They're the guy, they're the main guy. Aaron Rodgers was like one of those players on a team that was bigger than the coach and like it or not, that's just what the situation was. So it's, this is LaFleur's first year as like the man in green Bay. Nobody's questioning who the offensive genius on the Packers' offensive side of the ball is right now. When Aaron Rodgers was on the field, everybody was like, oh, it's Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers. Right now, there's no doubt that Matt LaFleur is the offensive genius on the Packers' sideline. And it's, it, it's gonna be, we're going to see how genius it is. You didn't give me a number. Eight. Eight? I'm good, confident. Good catch, Jimmy. I think, I think he did a great job with Aaron Rodgers. I think they did had a pretty successful run, and I think his offense was better because Aaron Rodgers was in it, but I think it's still a good, safe, smart offense, and I think Jordan Love's got so his head around it. Confidence that Matt LaFleur, who the team seemed to be bouncing around off the rails last year, and it did come around to it, but like the first time the quarterback play wasn't MVP level, he couldn't. The offense never got fixed last year. Yeah, but we still don't know. Like, just Aaron Rodgers, say he's playing at 80%. He's still not going to go out there thinking, hey, I'm playing 80%. I probably shouldn't change the play okay, if but, I see something. So I look at it like this. It I, still might be changing okay, by but, Aaron Rodgers' hand. But I don't care about the, the, the play calling all that. That's one p- tiny, like, you're getting caught up in, like, the minutia. Like, him as a leader. Like, Rodgers openly called out the floor for not being an alpha and being too... I guess in this thing, beta. I think he did let Rodgers be the alpha, but now but I that don't he's think gone, just... I think LaFleur's the man. And I don't think anyone questions but, that in Green Bay. But is he, though? Like someone, I do. But now do he's, so. he's the man by default. That doesn't mean he's actually the man. Be, right. The, there's a vacuum of leadership. We don't know. Here's the thing. If we brought in another Aaron Rodgers-level talent and they had like a tutelage under Matt LaFleur, they're never going to be so, above him. Rodgers started. So did you have LaFleur at a 10 going into last year then? It's a confidence level? With him and Aaron Rodgers as a pairing? Yeah, it was like 9-10. They're going to be just fine. We're going to so win the NFC North. After last year. Even with like the sus wide receiving so group. You would have brought them in as a 10 this year then too? If the, confidence well, level? No, no. With the, the way the two of them were, had ended up having chemistry throughout the year, I would have had less confidence going into this year if Aaron Rodgers was still a quarterback. So like what? Then what's the number? Like a 9 or an 8. Well, obviously it had to be a 9 because if you're going an 8. So I'm going one. 8 here because I think... I think the guy he's got the keys to the car and he has no co-pilot anymore. Right, he but gets we don't know we it. don't know if he can drive it though. And that's the thing is that's why I'm th- I might be starting him higher but the fact that he was able to do what he did with Aaron Rodgers, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. Strofe, what's your number? 
I've wrestled with this for a couple months now. Because you, you guys are both right. It's just... I feel like he deserves the benefit of the doubt right now. I think, unfortunately, my number after I say it will be lower if you ask me a year from now. Than it is I right think now. it will be too. Because I'm, here's, I'm, at, I'm at like a seven, six and a half. That's a six and a half is my number if we have to round it up seven. Because with Rogers, I probably would have called him an eight because they didn't get to the mountain. Like I couldn't call them a ten when they never got to Agreed. the Super Bowl, I never agree. got all the way there. So I couldn't go ten before. I but, mean, I, I hear that, but I saw two. NFC Championship games where I was like, you can look at him and be like, if this goes this way, then oh, and you, if ifs and buts were well, candy no, no, and no, nuts, no, not if this goes this way, the whole world if, would be fed. I get if it. maybe he gave the ball to Aaron Rodgers at the end of the game against Tampa. I mean, maybe, but he did give Aaron Rodgers three options before it. Like, I'm not going to say here and be like he was right, that guy was wrong. All I'm saying is he had two very good seasons with okay, Aaron Rodgers. He had. You're supposed to do that though. You're supposed to sit here and tell us who's right and who's wrong in your opinion. And I have. I've given you okay. my opinion on this before. Okay. Like, at the end of the day, I do think Rodgers should have had the ball. Okay, thank you. But it didn't go that way. There's still there's plenty of coaches that make mistakes like that. Bill Belichick, one of the best, let his offensive coordinator call a pass that got picked. Or, excuse me, the other way around. The uh, Pete Carroll. He's one a pretty tenured coach, winning coach, and he called. He let his OC call a pass when he had Marshawn Lynch in the background. He's got Super Bowl though. Yeah, I mean that's it. Oh, Trump's. I get it. Lafleur made it to the 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 championship game two seasons in a row. Whoop I'm giving him the benefit. Do. I mean, of again, the doubt does, because of it. <laughs> Come on, Jim. But I mean, it doesn't get you. Kyle Shanahan doesn't get the pass. He doesn't have a Super Bowl win. Well, People have twice, more though. confidence when you if you make a championship game or don't make the playoffs. They're going to have more confidence in you. So he had two seasons where he had pretty good seasons. Let's rank. Let's rank Lafleur right now on the other side of the break. Here, you're going to be out. And you're excited about this. I think you're doing a golf fitting out of this thing. You're going to be out at the Greater Madison Golf Show at Lake Windsor Country Club uh, for Rutledge and Hamilton, Matt Hamilton, on Friday. Yeah, I and will. I will be out as well. But I'm camping. But Friday, July 28th, and Saturday, July 29th is from noon till eight is the actual golf show. Uh, you can get a free round of golf from Old Hickory Golf Club in Christmas Mountain Village, along with contests and demos and p- putter and golf ball and golf club fitting stations. You can go to roylegolfshows.com for general admission and VIP tickets. Again, it's roylegolfshows.com. This is Roger Hamilton, presented by Coors Light.